ladies and gentlemen, good people, how you doing? Welcome to the Culture Gumbo Podcast. My name is Will. And my name is Shakira. And once again, we are episode four, five? Four. Well, we here, yo. We here. Yeah. Now, if, if this is your first time here, we always say episode seven. That's letting us know that we made it. You know what I'm saying? We ain't give up because we know that, you know, podcasts is come and go but they say once you get to seven you good so uh post uh culture gumbo podcast just definitely here to bring you the uh weekend review news uh give us your thoughts to, um for us to give you our thoughts <laughs> uh on everything that's happening not only in the world of pop culture and politics everything you need so grab a bowl pull up and let's eat man right it's a lot to chomp on this week yeah so yeah. much. So here's the thing. Um, we know we don't want to be the sad, sappy podcasters that always have the doom and gloom. But we understand that it's important to talk about the topics that are important to the culture and important to us as 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 people in this world. Um, so, you know, I don't know if we should hit them with the hard first. Or because there was some good things that has happened, actually. So I, I do believe some some positivity has happened, but it's. Really I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you lead us, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get the moves on right, yo. Yo, if you <laughs> haven't, if you never. Um, it's an awesome company called Soul Cafe. Um, okay. There's something called movement. Like, um, you're in ghost right now because when you hold that up, there's yeah. nothing in your hand. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it through, but we'll be all right. But it's called <laughs> it's called movements, and it's really dope. It's um, it's it's their Soul Cafe, uh, um, their Soul Cafe cologne perfume, uh, plus lavender, which is awesome. It's a black-owned company. Um, my Savoir Fair, uh, at my Savoir Fair. Um, but it's it's definitely an awesome company. Definitely someone that you should uh, make a purchase for, especially if you got a little drone. You know, you want to smell good. Or you just actually want your house to smell good. How about that? Well, you got a little yeah. drone. <laughs> as, as they say in the South, they say in the South a little shown. I don't know what they say in the South because I'm a Northern girl living in the Southern <laughs> world. Uh, so, all right. I feel like I should start this off by first. I know we've been like carrying this DMX thing, been like riding away, but I really want to shout out to his ex-wife, Tashira Simmons, who just showed the epitome of a real stand-up virtuous black woman should be, like so if you did not watch, I actually watched the entire funeral for DMX or Earl Simmons, aka Earl Simmons. Um, first of all, though, it was a whole day of work because I worked <laughs> while I watched and it literally was longer than my work day. But there were so many jewels that made you want to celebrate life. We don't get the opportunity. And sometimes I feel like something should happen while we're alive. Um, 
like uh, the city of New York naming um, his birthday in December uh, the National DMX Day. Um, him being able to um, get certain plaques and awards from the city and the government and the governor of New York, which was really big. And I kind of feel like I wish he was here to celebrate it. Um, but then when I seen towards the, towards the end, when his ex-wife came up, and if you followed DMX and from his beginning of his career, even through the good times and the bad times and the jail sentencing and anything else, you always seen her by his side. Um, and then it got to a point, of course, where there was just, I can't take anymore. <laughs> so we are going to have to separate. But before they, uh, after they did that, they did reconcile. And he then had a lot of kids <laughs> during and probably after her. Um, and then he got with his fiance. Um, but for her to come in, the fiance, the other mothers, the children, to share her experiences and her truth with him, um, just show, you know, like if anything, it's important to forgive, um, while people are still alive and it's important to acknowledge, you know, um, other people when there was a time where you probably didn't even, couldn't even speak. So there were so many highlights. I don't want to highlight all of it, but I will say it was a beautiful service. Yeah. Um, it was just great to hear all of the friends and family and a lot of rekindling happened like even with the rough riders you know they had a point where they weren't all you know crunched together and they had to work out some things because egos money fame all of that gets into play but um i just want to say it was a great send-off for dmx i didn't i didn't get to see the i didn't get to see the whole thing um but i um, I did get to see like a, a lot of it and a lot of the highlights. Um, I love the fact that, you know, they was out in the streets. I mean, they were out in the streets in, in droves. I, I did see, um, you know, God bless the family. I, I did see the exchange between Miss um, um, uh, Miss uh, Simmons and um, and the fiance, which was which was awesome. Also, I saw you know the thing with um, I saw Swizzby speak and, and Eve. So it definitely was great. I mean, one of the things I definitely wish we would do more is give our artists, our favorite artists, the flowers while they're alive. Um, we definitely need to celebrate them more. It was great to have, great for him to have that send off and, um, you know, God bless his family. Looking forward to, uh, the last album actually being released. I read Probably going to be like one of his best albums. Album. That the last album's gonna be releasing. Um, well, he spoke about it on Dream Champs, um, and there's gonna be some some really great uh, guest features on there. So, you know, God bless DMX. You know, thank you for everything that you did for us. And, thank you. You know, blessings. So. We appreciate you. We love you. We thank you for for allowing God to share a bit of you while we were all on this earth to experience it. So, although we may not have been you know, um, one degree close to him or even two or three, um, we did have the opportunity to kind of see the growth in him and who he was and who he became. And um, for that, I am grateful. Most definitely. All right. Now, um, probably into some... I, I mean, I just want to get into it. Um, Let's go. It, 
last week was a was a was a hard week. Um, as as everyone knows, you know the the uh, Derek Chauvin um, trial ended, and uh, we got the verdict. Um, in in what should be a win for me personally doesn't feel like a win. Um, I'm very thankful that his family gets the peace that they deserve. The one thing that bothers me is e- even seeing everything that we saw on camera, mm-hmm. it still felt like there was something in doubt. You know what I mean? And as a black man and seeing that on camera and then they showed, um, they actually showed the, uh, the, the, the body camera footage, I guess from one of the, I don't know if it was from Derek Shower's point of view or one of the other's point of view that was there and you could see that they were, you know, staring out at the people who were looking on. And all I could think about was imagining being George Floyd in those moments. You know, it's, it's nine, almost 10 minutes going on and oh, like you're being murdered. And it, it sucked the life out of me because it, it it just feels like it's never ending. And on top of that, to have that happen, and then to have the shooting happen in uh, have the shooting happen in, in in Ohio a couple hours later, um, with, with 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 the young lady, it, it's hard to be positive about things like this because you truly do feel like to a certain extent. Well, even to a certain extent, you truly do feel like we still will never get the peace that we deserve as as, as a people. Um, I, I hate when people uh, try to uh, make excuses and say, "Well, oh, you know, this happened and, and this happened." No, you're seeing videos of people of, of people every day who are having confrontations with the police, and the police are not they're not using lethal force immediately. I've I've seen videos of I've seen videos of people using knives and and they're welding and they're pushing and they're physically fighting with the police and they're still being taken in the the right way they aren't being killed and something has to happen I'm not one of those people who's going to say defund the police like that's just not me that's it's not realistic like in essence in essence you do need the police for certain things However, someone has to be completely retrained. Something has to be completely done. Or and, removed. Just and to a certain extent, and to a certain extent, they have to be be held accountable to a higher degree because they're being so they're being protected so much that the that the bad apples that are out there are actually taking advantage of more scenes. And having um, and, and at, at the time of at the time of this filming. Um, there's actually um, there's actually another uh, shooting that was actually that's actually taking place in North, uh, Carolina. North Carolina, I believe. Um, I believe his name is uh, Andrew Scott. I'm sorry, no, Andrew Brown Jr. Um, and they have not released the the footage for that yet. And and it's even against the law for them to um, to not release the footage within 24 to 48 hours. And I heard one of the police officers in that area say, um, "Oh, because they don't want to hinder the they don't want to hinder the case." But well, I was told it was I was told that that part of the video was was uh, was, was eradicated. Oh, I that, believe that. 
that there's part of the video that has not been shown yet and that the, the, I believe the sheriff wants to have it released as soon as possible because I mean it's talking about burning the city down like the, the family apparently has seen the video and it's just it's it's another and name the neighbors along, seen the whole thing it's and, and it's it's another name in a long list of names of of of, of, of black people who are literally being killed by the police who should still be here um, you know they tell us you know they say you know, to, to comply to Philando Castile. You know what I mean? Like there's there's too many instances where this is happening and, and you can't a... you can't continue to ignore it and you can't continue to tell us. I saw Lindsey Graham was on TV saying that, you know, there is no racism because we elected a, a black president. Like Lindsey Graham is probably one of the most racist people you've probably seen. And I, I don't really care what anyone says about it. The thing is, is that there's too many instances in this country where you want us to feel equal, you want us to feel okay, but you're not treating us in that sense. Um, I had one of one of my uh, one of my uh, homegirls of mine um, actually reached out. We were having a conversation, um, and she's a you know of Asian descent, and she was talking about how they passed a, a hate crime bill for Asians. But she was wondering, you know, how I felt about that, considering the fact that nothing's been passed for Black people. I'm not one to say, oh, well, you know, they got this because they got this, because that's definitely not the case. But you have to look at the disparity in how we're treated as people, regardless of regardless of what you feel, what you think. Um, it's very disheartening. It hurts. It's frustrating. Um, I'm literally trying to move from a place of calmness when I speak, because literally... I'm mentally in my head, I'm on some ice cube shit. Like it's NWA in my head. Like, but you don't, you don't want to be that way because you want to be the answer to it. But at some point, man, you just kind of like fuck this. You know what I mean? Like, you, all we can do is, you know, they say is continue to pray. Um, you know, continue to, uh, you know, hold people accountable. Continue to pass these laws. Continue to put people. In, in place of political power who can help us make these changes. Political the power. Has to change. Right. Get uh, political power. Um, get more of us on these forces to, you know, get more diversity on these forces. I do believe also, you know, certain areas that are, they don't, they don't, not many of us and I understand why we don't it's not many that just jump to like you know I'm about to go be a cop um now I do have friends that are cops that are um um black Americans but um still I, I think that there's there's so much more to you know like that whole just kill to shoot just with even with um Makaya, is it Makaya? I think I'm pronouncing her name correct. Um, um, Makia. Um, regardless of what I, I and uh, shifting into that because I know me and you offline have talked a little bit about this. Um, with her uh, being accused of about to kill another human being she was killed in the process to stop her from being killed I mean her killing this other young woman Makia Bryant is 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 
even more frustrating. But this one is frustrating on both sides because I feel like not only did the police fail her, but I feel like the people around her failed her. Right. Um, right. I want to know where where the adults were. <clears throat> and I was actually reading something that was they were explaining how how that entire situation came to be. Um, and I'm not sure if this is accurate or not, but um, I've, I've read three or four different places that the the um, that someone in the house actually tried to force her to come out to fight these people or, or, or have the people come and fight her. The mother. And, it's, and, and she was terrified. So it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, not only are the police phones, but we're, we're filming our own also. Like, we're filming our kids, you know? Like, she should be, she should be here. You know, she she should be here, you know, celebrating life. She should be out here being a, a, a young teenager as she should be. And it's just, there's, there's so many things right now that's literally failing us as as a community we don't need to be failing each other while we're literally trying to fight the system that's failing us right and i think that um that's it's it starts in the mentality you know um i watched a video uh yesterday where uh these group of guys were fighting in an airport um and what happened was there was this guy that was observing and there was also another woman who was just videotaping the whole thing and many people screaming the guy that was observing quietly walked up to one of the fights and broke broke it up broke them apart he didn't fight them he was like man you know y'all get off then he walked over to the other group that was fighting and broke them off because he don't know why they were fighting but you know you fight because you're emotional you want to get that out and then he went over to one of the young gentlemen and he gave him a hug and he was like you know it's okay you're gonna be okay and he didn't give him a hug like I feel bad for you he gave him a hug like I want to embrace you with love because sometimes that's the problem you know we don't have that that embrace of hey, calm down, you know? So in protecting one another, it's like, go fight, fight, fight. And you don't realize you're just encouraging more hatred amongst each other. So from from your step, from your standpoint, if, if, you know, and hey, you know, trust black women. From your standpoint, if you could systematically fix everything that's going on, what, what would you do? What do you... What do you see that needs to be fixed and how could how could it be fixed? One of my ultimate always dreams, if anybody out there want to go ahead and help fund it, I encourage you to do so. I'll let you know what that is. Um, I think for me, I've always thought that there we should get back to the roots of putting um, more community-oriented centers, not the one you just go play basketball in, not the one, but putting more community centers in our neighborhoods, our brown, black, Latino neighborhoods, um, and being in the community. And so these people, they grew up in the community. And if we had those hubs of places throughout the United States, 
the one thing I believe it would be is to first teach the youth because that's the next generation. So it's how do you handle anger? How do you act when you get pulled over by a cop, right? Because these are things that we're going to keep getting attacked on. Um, How do you enter the workforce? How do you fix your credit? How do you build a business? How do you not rely upon the way that you grew up? And how do you not feel like a throwaway? Um, There's so many things to address, but you know, reality is a lot of us are abandoned people. And and whether you're a foster child or whether you grew up in a two-parent home, you could still face the same things. And I think that if we start there with educating um, and finding an outlet, right? Like the, um, the young gentleman that was shot in Chicago. Yes, he had just joined the gang. Yes, he was only 13. Was he bored? Yes. Is his school been out all year? Yes. Does he want friends? Yes. So if his friend joined, he's going to join. It's not say that you, you're going to win everybody because you can't, but can you win the majority? Well, we start with our own communities and educating. How can you get into politics? How can you get into government, local, PTA, know what's going on in your kids' schools? Be involved. And I think sometimes a lot of people are just pushing out babies and letting the world raise them. And not and, and although we got our own things we got going on, because you know, all of the anybody brown, black, dark color, light, vanilla, whatever you are, you have experienced something in your life. And so I think that the biggest that's that's a start. It's not the finish, but that is the beginning because if we don't raise our own, our own in our communities, how are we going to teach them to go out to the world and know what to do? Because we don't have the same privilege. My child is going to know at the beginning, they may have the opportunity, but they don't have the same privilege right away. And it's a little harder for us than it is for some. But you know, we, you know, that's always been the case, you know, even, even when we were kids growing up. So, you know, there's a difference. I I remember, you know, you said some great things. I remember when we were kids growing up, we had the OGs in the neighborhood who come and check the situation. You know what I'm saying? Before, before the games would take over, before stuff would happen, you had the OGs who would come and check. We did have, you know, black police officers in our neighborhood who who would be there, who'd be outside at the corner store, you know, checking stuff. I mean, of course, you you know, you wasn't really all about the police, but at the same token, you know, you wasn't, it it wasn't, for me, it wasn't like it was, or maybe I was naive because I was a kid. Um, I I do think that it it, it does mean, you know, putting more money um, into into the communities. Because the thing is, the one thing that you have to remember is, if you're taking money out of the communities, you're putting more police into the community because now you feel as though that community is, is 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 an issue. So you have to put money back into the communities. When I was younger, you know, we had um, we had the Pow League, which was the uh, Philadelphia Athletic League. We had the Salvation Army, which you know, when I was a kid, the Salvation Army was basically like a, a rec center. Uh, right. For- you had the Girls and Boys Club. Um, so it, it, it's just one of those things where I think we do have to get back to get back to that. But this is on top of 
police reform. You know, this is not in lieu of police reform. And I think a lot of people get to the point where they want to say, oh, we, we got to do this in the community. Well, that's all well and good. But if we're doing this in our community and they're still coming in there to kill us, it's, it's, it's not going to do us any good. Well, I think there has it's, to be a, a union of like, listen, if you patrol this area and this surrounding area, you need to know us. And it has to be it has to be a sense of allowing us to be able to dream again. You know, one of the reasons why I was able to dream and see, you know, the, the opportunities that I was able to see, even though, you know, you know, many people know me, know, know my story. I, you know, I was I was a kid. I was out there. I mean, I had a, I had a wonderful mother, you know, who who did what she could do for me. But of course, you're, you're going to get into the things you're going to get into. But I, I got to see, you know people graduating college. I got to see the things that I got to see on the television. It's a totally different, it's a totally different time. We can't handle these times in the same way that we handle our times because they have so much more. It's a, a age of social media where the things that we learned, we had to learn in the streets and from our friends, these kids can go on social media and they can learn 10 times that, and they're so much smarter than we are. Right. Um, so I, I think I think that has to be the, the, the biggest thing above all else. Um, I think that it, it's going to take some time, but I think as, as you know, these, these things continue to happen prayerfully, things begin to come together and people get, begin to see the changes um, that need to be made. So right. um, we definitely need to continue to, to not only stay prayed up, but we de- got to continue to love each other. Got to continue to hold, hold the police accountable. And there has to be a major overhaul for reform. Because if you're a, a white police officer, you cannot be afraid of this young black kid just because that's what you, you know. Just because that's what you see, that can't be automatic. You know, being a being a, a black person cannot be an automatic weapon. And that's not to say that that is for everyone, but for the majority of the issues that have happened, that is the case because you're not seeing the same reactions there. Yes, so, it is. Um, and, and just with with white America, period. No cap. I don't. You know, like. No matter who watches this, we want everybody to watch it, you know, because it's necessary. Um, we're for the people, period. But I think that, you know, um, a lot of people just, it's its real, it still stems with ignorance. You know what I mean? Like, I, true story, had a friend recently this week spoke with a co-worker of hers he was of um caucasian descent older gentleman um and he was talking to her they had known each other for a while and it they were she thought it was a business but really he was trying to holler um and it wasn't a business transaction um it was more of a like so you got a you know boyfriend a man i get a job be on but um and he was older but he also employs a lot of um, Black Americans. Um, and so he had a conversation with her and referenced, um, oh yeah, I used to have this woman working for me and she was a real aunt your mama. Now, what? right. And this was like a, like a real recent, like in the last week conversation. And I was like, huh? Um, and, and the reason being is because people feel free to say something like that to you and think that you shouldn't have any offense to it. But reality is, Aunt your mama never wanted to be on the pancake box. And then it took like 
10 years, 15 years for y'all to remove the scarf off her head and change her to Slim because the original Aunt Jemima was based off of Mammy. And she was big. Then you made a tiny little waist, took her scarf off, said that was offensive. Now, here we are, you know, you're thinking about taking her off because of Uncle Ben's. But needless to say, um, it's... It... <laughs> uh, we went down a whole rabbit hole here. I'm like, what? <laughs> but wow. I'm, I'm saying that to say that, you know, um, it really stems with not only police officers, but just a mentality of, like, what, how would... How would another race feel if we were afraid to approach them to ask a question? Or we were, you know, had this, like, we don't have, I, I, I honestly, and I grew up in a diverse, you know, rural, hood, all that. But I, I would never think to put this, these glasses over my eyes and, and be afraid of someone just because of something you've seen on TV. It's a great point. So, well, it's going to take it's going to take some time people and and this might not be the last conversation we have about it. It's but. not. It's not. I'm sure it will it'll be something Right now cool. we're on a every 24 hour basis there's another young black man getting killed um without weapon. Without weapon. Or or a uh, or a woman with some though without weapons such as um, the gentleman in North Carolina, um, and it's just it's it's heartbreaking and it's tiring. Even uh, I know uh, a few employers are like having you know info sessions and do you want to talk about it? And it's like I don't know I I'm I'm. It's starting to get numb after a while <laughs> because yeah. it's just like, when is this going to end? Oh. So. Well, I mean, we can talk about this. That's, that's just continue. We can, but we're not um, going to stay here. So, the 2021 Oscars, did you get a chance to watch it? Did not watch the whole thing. Did see some clips on social media. Been a hectic busy week. <laughs> so um, there, there were some, there were some good moments. Um, unfortunately, it was the one. lowest. Unfortunately, it was the lowest rated Oscar, I think, in years. Um, so, of, of course, I, I, why I do you think that, that is? Why do you think that is? I, I think it's a number of things. I think in this, I think of course in this time of of COVID and social distancing, that most people don't like the formats that are that are done now. Right. Um, I think also, of course, unfortunately, you know, we lead the culture, and if you know, a lot of times, you know, if there's if there's nothing for us, you know, to to be a part of or to watch, we don't feel the need to tune in. So a lot of times when you're seeing that. I mean, you know, whether you want to believe it or not, it, you know, black folks are actually leading the culture when it comes to these type of things. So, if it, you know, if we're not tuning in, nobody's watching. Um, so if you if you didn't watch, um, the entire night was was literally built upon the best actor category coming at the end of the night, which is oh unprecedented. You had to watch the whole thing to get there. <laughs> never ha- this never happens 
usually best picture of course is um is the last category of the night and that was not the last category of the night um and, and you got a feeling that the producers were working up to literally make this a night for Chadwick um in a very weird turn of events it did not happen that way um the last the last two was a night where uh, I believe um, well, the last award for the night was of course Best Act uh, came up to deliver the um, the speech for, for Best Actor as far as the nominees um, mm-hmm. I want to say it was uh, I want to say it was Joaquin Phoenix I can't remember um, and Anthony Hopkins won hmm. Anthony Hopkins wasn't even there so uh Joaquin Phoenix, which I believe is who was there, uh, actually accepted the award on his behalf, and then the awards went off. That's it? That's how it ended? It was it was on some Sopranos type shit. They was where like, it's like they walked in the door, you see buddy with the gun, and it was just like and see. Um there was a lot of backlash. This is this. Uh there was a lot of backlash for it. And it and it definitely reflected um, in that there were some great wins um, that night. Um, uh, Young uh, Young Jung mm-hmm. for uh, Minari, which we had spoken about before, about uh, which was awesome. Um, uh, Fight for You of uh, her won for best original song. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya he won for uh, uh, some uh, best supporting actor nominee, which his speech was. Awesome! If you get a chance, go on YouTube and watch his speech. Okay. Um, That uh, that category was a little frustrating because I couldn't understand how Lakeith Stanfield was also best supporting actor when Lakeith was literally the leading actor. But you know what? I I see what y'all tried to do, (laughs) Academy. You not slick, fam. Whatever, whatever. Of course, um, best actress went to Francis. McNorman, uh, who won for uh, uh, Nomadland. Um, she's like, yo, she's like, she's literally taking over for Meryl Streep in terms of like Oscar wins. Like, yo, when she's That's in the category, she if she's in the category, nobody else is winning. Like, she, yo, she's like the LeBron James right now of the Academy Awards. If she won, if she's on the joint, yo, wrap it up. Go home. You're not um, winning. She, Just let it go. Clap, clap in advance for her. <laughs> she won best actress over uh, Andre Day and of course the incomparable uh, incomparable Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then best picture went to uh, Nomadland, um, which was also her movie. I feel like you watch I, that now. I've seen the movie. I do like it. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. To me, it's like Stacy. It's, it's it's like. Well, she's like, I don't want to give it away. She's kind of like on her own. I kind of took it as like, it was like, like supposed to be like a female version of Castaway, but it wasn't. Mm. Um, Those movies, I, 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 I watched a movie last night and was like, I felt like I wasted an hour and 45 minutes. It was like, what? What did I just watch? Huh? There were, there were other people in it, but it, it just wasn't, it's not one of those films. Like, like, yo, she's on camera most of the time. So, you know, she, you know, she's going to win. Um, but also, um, uh, Soul won for 
uh, one for best animated, uh, best animated feature, the one was. for best original score, um, and then of course, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom won for best makeup and hairstyle. Really? Um, which her, which, 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 um, the speech that me and Neil actually came up and gave, um, I believe it was me and Neil, either me and Neil or or Jamika Wilson, um, but someone came up and actually gave a speech, um, that was incredible. Um, for me, the best part of the night was Glenn Close doing the butt. Really? Glenn Close. Lil Rel, um, shout out to Questlove, because Questlove was the musical director for the night. Lil Rel went around, and he did, like, he, you know, he kind of quizzed people mm-hmm. on movie facts. Um, and one of the questions was about, um... Uh, the, the Spike Lee, uh, for the Spike Lee movie School Days, but it was about the song The Button, if it was nominated uh, for an Academy Award that year. Um, so he talked to Glenn Close. Glenn Close not, not only knew about EU in, in, in the backyard band, they had asked her if she could do the dance. Glenn Close got up on, on, on national TV and did it. the butt while the butt played in the background. I love it. It has to be one of those, because it's like, you know, sometimes those award shows could be a little yucky at times, so why not? I wouldn't expect him to do it, but I got to go watch that. Yeah, it was, it was, it, it definitely was not, the, the, the frustrating part definitely was not worth the time, especially with how it was set up, but you get it. Um, the great Jesse Collins, who actually does some amazing award shows, was the producer behind it. But his hands were kind of tied because they they don't the producers don't know who wins the award. This is done by I believe like right. a third party company um, who actually um, does like the the awards and the rating. The, the, um, yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things where you know, Jesse Collins never goes wrong. So I'm gonna give Jesse a pass because I know you know he normally would have killed it. But it was one of those things, man, where his hands were tied and they were trying to do the best they could. And it's um, just, it's, this is a different kind of adjustment, like trying to have an entertaining virtual show without having the big audience and the glamour and, you know, so it's different. And you're competing with everything else that's online and all that we got going on in this world. And so I think people were a little disengaged this year. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully next year they'll get it together. Right. But it, it just depends on you know what movies are out because people are t- the, the Oscar so white conversation is going to continue to happen when things like this happen because people are too now you know Chadwick's family wasn't upset because you know it's Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins is, is an amazing actor. Um. But there are certain instances where people just like, oh, you know, we feel like we feel slighted, you know. I, I feel like oh, Viola people. Davis, she didn't win. No, she she, she lost the, she lost to Francis McNorman, LeBron James. That's who she lost to. You are not listen. You are not winning when Francis McNorman is in your category. All of her movies are literally like raw. Phenomenal, right? I mean, I ain't gonna say phenomenal. It's it's not my cup of tea. I mean, a, a couple of her joints are really good, but yo, when she's on the screen, the Academy's like, "That's our girl. She went." Hmm. So, um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those things. And then um, to see her win, now her is fine. You know, let me let me let me, let me preface that. So like, I see you blushing. Clearly, she, she's fine. fine. Clearly, I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, to see her win, um, she was talking about how she wants to get an EGOT because I believe she actually now she has that. She already already has a Grammy, um, so she wants to win. Of course, the, uh, the 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 Tony Award. She got um, a little expose video that just came out too. Woo! Uh, <laughs> where the money reside. Where the money reside. I'm I'm for it. I love it. I'm a fan. This make me smile. Um, really? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you're not the only one. That's, that's she's very on. pretty, very pretty young lady. Very pretty. Wipe the drool off my right, mouth. Right, right. Because, you know, y'all be out here, you know, Idris Elba come on come on TV or, uh, you know, any of them young brothers, man, y'all be out there. Way more, it's way it's, more attractive women, though. We got, like, a few handful. It's way more attractive women in the industry right Y'all got, y'all got Idris Elba. Y'all got Namson Idris from uh, Snowfall, which if you are not watching Snowfall, you I are missing the greatest show, but I did hear about it. And I heard it was good. I'm just scared to get into it because it's it's a series, right? Yes, yeah, a series. And I don't like it because I get so hooked that I can't like okay, I'm gonna watch it tomorrow, like the rest tomorrow. Like I will stay up all night and watch the entire thing until it's over, and then it'll be like, oh, it's five in the morning, the birds are chirping, and I'm like, that was so yeah, good. Yeah. We may do that because it's like is is you like four seasons behind. They oh, already get in their fifth season, and it's an hour. It's a it's an hour each episode. All um, right, so I am it, yeah, it, but it, I awesome. I did. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna at least watch the first season and then. Come back. I'm gonna say this because I saw Van Jones in a podcast and they were talking to Omari Harwick and they were like, "Yo, way uh, power, Snowfall, and The Wire. Snowfall is number one." Really? Snowfall is number one. I don't care what nobody says. Yes, I love The Wire, but The Wire had it. The The, the Wire may be hands down. It's one of the, one of. Five great especially shows for ever. its time, nothing am, like that was out. I am putting Snowfall up there with The Wire. I'm going to have to watch it then. I'll come back to you. And it's the John Singleton joint. Snowfall? Yeah. That's probably why then. Cause anything yeah. John Single, there's no John Singleton movie I don't like. And 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 Damson Idris is uh is 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 British also. Oh, I love that. See, look, look, you already. No, I do now. Listen. But he but he on screen. He on screen. Like I need to drive, motherfucker. You got to see that part. He loses. Drive, motherfucker. I can do it. <laughs> I'm gonna act. Love, I'm, I'm gonna get on season five. I do love when they play. Um, in English because it's like even when they sing it's like you know that's not that's not you know that's not popular amongst, amongst black actors right what the when the when the black British actors you did not know but nobody knew that Idris Elba was uh, like he was new on the scene when he did um he was Stringer Bell Yes, you did not know. You couldn't even tell if you wanted to. You didn't. Yeah, know. but then he was in. He was in the in the interviews talking about yeah, mate, and and all right. That. And once he did that, it was like, oh my god. 
Mm-hmm. But but at the end of the day, yeah, I, yeah. I admire it because I feel like you you have to work hard. My man, my man from 12 years a slave is is British yes. too. Yes, and he. I cannot him. pronounce his name to say a Chawili a Joe for. I can't pronounce his name to save my life. You, who is it? I'm not gonna try. Yeah, I didn't know he was British until yeah. I just see him talking. And you know what I'm saying? He was the four brothers and everything. That's and crazy. And I watched a few other movies that he's been in. I think he's a great actor. Like, they're all great actors because because they are they are you know they they they, they have to work harder. Fear. And they and they have said like they don't. I ain't gonna say they work hard in the UK. You you're not gonna uh, disrespect Samuel Jackson on uh, Beyonce's internet. Not today. They don't. I love don't. Samuel don't you stop with the beehive because the beehive is here, and I'll tell them. Not on Beyonce's internet. You will not disparage the great name of Samuel L. Jackson, the greatest actor of all I time. Him and Dem- I can't. You know what? I'm not gonna say he's the greatest actor of all time. Ooh, Samuel Jackson. That's racist. That's racist. But That's I, racist. but I do think he's in my top five. The greatest. Though? If you if you tell me your top one is Mel Gibson, we will never what? have. A I would not say that. Not I, I gotta think about that. I, well, I gotta ask because you did poll for. Uh, can we get off of that please no we're not gonna get off of that can we get off of that by episode 7 please if you have not seen any of the episodes Shakira was out here polling for George W. Bush um, in the in the 2000 election so oh my god I'll do with that what you make and she don't you like know, Beyonce we don't know this, this is how you can tell when people like they're grudge holders right because they'll never forget something. Like, I'm not forgetting that. They'll be, you'll be in the car and they'll be like, you remember when we were 12? Like, you're one of those. I remember I remember being uh, 11 years old and my mom making me take the trash out so she could eat the last tuna fish sandwich. And I don't even <laughs> no more. Okay, I remember when, when being eight years old and my mom was sending my eighteen dollars that my uncle Lawrence gave me, and me never getting it back. And I, before you all say something about oh, you know, your mama took care of you. That was still my eighteen dollars. That was the most money I had. Mama. I need to talk to your mama. Because I hold grudges. I hold grudges, and you was I out here pulling. You was out here pulling for George W. Who don't like black people. Moving on. Um, he like us now. No. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> May eighth versus. Wait, wait, before, no, 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 not May 8th. Can we? Oh, yeah, I saw your story. I'm, go ahead, have your moment. Okay. So let me just start this by saying I have always been in love with Redman. A, because I'm from Jersey. B, because I'm from Jersey. C, because I'm from Jersey. Okay. Now, this versus, to me, was the best versus, hands down. And you want to know why? Because the energy was on fire. They sung some of the oldest joints. DJ Scratch rocked it with playing um, the samples into their music. They It was real versatile because they went from the beginning of their careers to current. Their chemistry is rocking. And then... 
EPMD Parish and Eric Sermon and um, Keith. He brought out the man Keith Murray too. First of all, first of all, okay. So everybody know now. I did put this on my story because. My friends that I grew up with, I was in high school during this time, and they know how much I blast this album, the Keith Murray album. Like the first, the first time I heard it, it was like a whole, you know, the emoji with the explosion. That was me because I was like, this beat is the best and he rocked it so hard i just really miss hip-hop guys i'm so sorry i feel like i could watch that versus every day you want to why? because it rem- it reminds me of a time that life was just we was just and i love men that dance i love men that know how to dance and that could you know especially being from jersey we're club music people Men will have a whole, um, will have they'll have a whole like, like how Redman and Method with their steps and stuff. They'll have a whole thing. And, In Jersey, what? Love it. That must Love be North Jersey. That ain't South Jersey. Not South Jersey. South Jersey don't count. So sure. Um, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! But North Jersey, we are straight club heads, and like. It was like we would look forward to watching the men dance more than even the women. Like as soon as they would get on, we know who was the hottest in the room and who would, and then they would battle each other. It was just a great experience. And so when that versus came on, you don't understand. Like I almost was jumping up and down. I think my neighbors was like, "Who is this girl?" I'm like, you know, like I was a huge hip hop fan. So and shout out to everybody who got in my car and stole all of my my CDs from all the top hip-hop artists because they were haters and they could not afford the music. Um, didn't you just talk about holding a grudge just a second ago? That's not a, I'm not holding a grudge. I said shout out. <laughs> but anyway. Yo, what's, your, yo, yo, what's, your, what's your, favorite, your favorite hip-hop song of all time? You can only choose, if you can only choose one hip-hop song of all time okay. to listen to for the rest of your life, what you choosing? I'm going to go with... Woo! That's so hard. How could you do that to me? I'm from the East I mean, Coast. I mean, I, I think... I I keep, so I think I, but I'm going to go with the first, the first hip-hop tape I bought and my sister told my mother that I had, I was listening to uh, music with curses in it. It was um, Smith and Smith and Wesson, Smith and Wesson, Smith, I think. Oh, wow. Um, I was a real hip hop head, right? Um, and, <laughs> and so I would say Smith and Wesson, um, I don't know the name, but one of their first joints that came out, um, I was an Onyx, I'm a true hip hop fan. Well, I'm a that like old school hip hop fan. Um, anything hardcore. I was a real hardcore chick, but thank God, God saved me. So I'm not that hardcore anymore. <laughs> I love the Lord. I'm still with the shits at all times. Um, but I, I was a real hardcore music hip hop lover. 
real New York TV kind of like, oh, you one of those girls that be in the corner like bopping? Yep. I still am. Yep. Uh, a Tribe Called Quest Electric Relaxation. Yes. I can listen to that song for the rest of my life. I can listen to that whole album for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know what? Because, as, and, and I know we got to go. So I'm going to move on to the, your next topic or your segue into May 8th because I don't know who was performing. Um, I will just say that, you know, I'm so happy that I was raised during that era of music. Because I don't know what the kids are saying today. And you know, James W. Bush don't like hip hop, though. Shut up. Thank you. And. <laughs> And I, I'm so appreciative that I had the opportunity to know what real music is, even from the old school to old hip hop or old rap rather, and then, you know, turn to hip hop or whatever it transitioned into. Have you ever seen, um, have you ever seen the Get Down on Netflix? Yes. I'm so pissed that off. Well I'm so pissed off they ended that, man. Really? Wait. I love that show. Was Bow Wow in that? No, Bow Wow wasn't in Get Down. Don't ever disrespect. No, don't ever do that again. Let, let me let me get back to this last topic before you make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Um, May Eighth versus SWV versus Skate. Who you Ace? got? Versus huh? Case. Versus Escape. SWV. Um. First of all, why would, why would SWV go up against Case? I thought you said Case. That's why I was like, why? I'm missing you. First of all, when I was younger, and because uh, me and Coco both have that little oval bump, I hated when they first came out because everyone would say, you look like Coco. Oh, you look like Coco. And I'm like, I don't like Coco. We just have the oval, the long faces. But they used to say that all like because she was young i was young we both had that you know i mean i got a little more a little, little age weight on me right now but when i get on my slender grind yeah but i didn't see it at all i used to say we don't look like but everywhere we went because they were so popular it was like you're cold you look like coco and i hated every moment of so when their time kind of passed i was like thank god because and when the time passed, why you say it like that? <laughs> yo, you're wild in the day, yo. Yo, you're on something totally different. Um, I love I go, Having lived in Atlanta for so many years, it's hard to bet against. Uh, hard to bet against uh, Escape, but SWV got too many drinks for me to ignore. Okay, all right. With the you know from from and, and SWV joints was like. They they had songs that we should not have been singing. Oh my gosh, there was things that when I got older, I was like, hmm, like ra- uh, rain, rain. No kids should have been singing rain. When no you kids. look up the actual lyrics and understand the meaning of what they're talking about in rain, we should not have been singing. We were talking what? about the earlier today, like next with too close, like too close. Was like, I have my heart on during the song. What did he say? Like, yeah. <laughs> Like in the eighties and nineties, see it's different now because now figure it out. Now they just like girl. Now they just be like, yo, I want fuck. Drop your pants. In the eighties and nineties, 
having sex or like uh or like getting some ass was called my love. Come right. come to my love. Right. Now they'd be like, yo, downtown. Send it over, let me oh, pop it, let me bust it down. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't like that. It's too rough. It's too much. I, I mean, I want, you know, it was like the imagination or when I would hear a song and you knew the edited version, then you would go to like a club I didn't know house party. And then I'm like, oh my God. That's what I didn't know the edited version. My my mother was, was a young joint out here and she had her <laughs> son listening to Snoop Dogg. So I was like seven, eight oh, years old. Oh, you were listening to the raw stuff. Listen, yeah. when I met you last night, baby. Oh my goodness, but you opened up your gap. Yeah, I'm I'm there. I there was no chance for me. I was lost. That album was fire. I am not going to lie. Um, you taking SWV? Huh? You taking SWV? All day, all day. And you know, well, here's the thing though. I love Escape. Like that first album was a hit, and even the second album they came out was a hit. I didn't like Tiny. I like her more now. She's reality. Um, but in the group, I was like, I felt like the two that could sing was the sisters. Um, I wasn't even like the two dark skin, um, Tasha and Tasha. I think they're they're both Tasha's. Is it Tasha? Latasha? You're talking about the, the, was it Latasha Scott? Yeah. I think they're both named Tasha. I don't think they are. Okay, well... I can't, I can't remember. We had the the one that was in, but they, the great part about it is they all have aged so well. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was happy about the previous verses. Everybody looks so good and healthy and just, you know, taking care of themselves. And so, um, Candy, I like her too, but I felt like the two that, um, it was Candy and then it was the other, uh, Tasha. So I'm excited for that. So that's May 8th. And so it was was Candy, Tamika, Tiny Scott, Natasha Scott, and and Tamara. No, Tamika Scott. So it was Natasha and Tamika. I hope I'm saying Natasha right. But yeah. Yeah, Natasha and Tamika. Because I know they kept calling her Tasha. So Um, yeah, so that's going to be so good. I hope it's like not Hollywood. Because you know, Coco is extra. Um, I love her. This yeah. is extra. And so is Candy. So now that they're older, this should be interesting to see them sing these songs. And I hope it's not more of a, it, it stays a celebration. Because back in the day, they were like, they came out around the same time. Yeah. Um, but it, it just depends on, it just depends on how they do it. I need to see somebody battle in Vogue, but don't nobody want that smoke. And I don't think you can get all four members of in Vogue together. No, because they they beat so much through the years. Um, and who would you really pair them with? In Vogue? Who would you pair would in Vogue you... with? I think I think in I think in Vogue was like the only female group back then though. So you have to pair in Vogue with like Tony 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 or something. Right. You would have to do a male group. It feels good. Yeah, you have to you have to do I really wanna want a Raphael Sadiq versus let me tell you Raphael Sadiq versus Stokely yes I said that I said that before yo Stoke I did not know that Stokely did so did much everything. Stokely is underrated 
And his yeah. new joint, his new joint bust now. That's why I miss Tom Jordan, yo, because Tom Jordan used to play like R and B in the morning. Um, his new his new joint is bust now. I he um fire out. Yeah, I ho- I hope we get to see that because that's gonna be dope. But I think after this versus is Timbaland and Swiss Beats doing their battle because the year is coming up. Because that's how they started. Didn't they already do a battle? That's how they started. They yeah, did a battle. They already, they already got a full schedule out somewhere. I know. They're doing an anniversary battle together. I don't, I don't know if they are or not. Oh, I think well, that. Well, either way, I'm looking for it. Falsifying information. Because, I know, could have sw- I I'm going to double check. Okay. You probably also could have sworn George W. Bush won that election when he did but that's a whole other thing that we want to talk about because I'm not over that. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the episode. The next time you see us, my co-host will have celebrated another birthday. Happy birthday to the homie. Thank you. Any kind yeah, of work. Like, the older you get, you're like, hey, it's a birthday. Like, I used to look at my birthday as being a holiday like for real for real I don't work do nothing or I do something I used to throw my own parties and been like five yeah I get back to that um but this time I'm like taking an unplugged moment and just don't don't ping me don't ding me don't ring me I'm not here sound right no because you know you got the 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 chat be like ping ping then you got the ding ding then with the emails, and then you got your phone ringing. I don't know nothing, I don't know nothing what you're talking about right now. <laughs> I don't know nothing what yes, you're talking you about. Yes, you do. Cut it out. Anyway, so thank um, you guys. Um, and and by the time we have our next show, because actually, these are all. So I'm just gonna go ahead and announce that these are all going to get dropped. Yeah, spe- special shout out to you because the, when we when we started this and, and and you know when we come back after after the break for your um for your holiday we're definitely gonna switch up and get a lot more into the stuff that we wanted to get into but it was important for us to take the first step um everybody always says that you know you create a habit in 30 days it was right. important for us to literally just kind of get started we've been talking about doing a podcast for so long for um, a few years guys I'm, like this is like, i have a i have a dream of being regis Philbin, um and, and i still so. have that dream in my heart um and shakira would always say people like what you say like from you know my facebook posts and everything and i would always say well if we do this you know, you gotta, you gotta come on. We gotta do this together because she be having some great things to say too. Um, so I definitely commend you. And I always think nobody wants to hear me. Like, these Lord. first thirty days, well, they they gonna be killing you in the comments when you drop some of these episodes because you done said some disparaging things about Beyonce. Um, you was out here polling for George W. Bush. Lies. Okay, and and, and who knows whatever else we gonna find out through these uh, episodes. Lies you tell. Um, but I definitely appreciate you because we definitely took the first steps to to do this. Um, and we both know in the background and our families both know, I know mine definitely know the changes that I made so I can make myself available um, to do this because, you know, this was something that means so much to me and, and, and it's definitely intimidating, you know, putting yourself out there. People know I don't, I don't embarrass easy. So 
um, definitely cheers to you. Um, I don't like to be in the camera, so this is normally not my forte. I think a lot of people always have their small hand, their hands on my back, like go, go, and I'm like, yeah. nobody wants to see me. And hopefully, I don't hopefully we're gonna be on syndicated television like within the next like five or six years from this. So hey. Um, but I definitely want to this as you celebrate another year. Um, thank you for your friendship. Thank you for everything that you do. Um, also, check out she has another podcast called I'm Not 20 Anymore, which you can exactly. probably see thing in the back there. Um, so we're definitely going to continue to bring you uh, this content. I don't give a fuck if you don't like it because you're going to watch it. You're going to get these views in. Yeah. And when I blow up to eight and we got merchandise, you know, you can say that you knew us then. Um, so just signing off. Shakira, have an amazing birthday. Uh, get your rest you, up. Good people, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Culture Pod, of Culture Gumbo Podcast. Culture Gumbo uh, and we will see you soon. Uh, as always, keep the main thing the main thing. Peace and blessings. Peace.